You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. Welcome, everybody. This is Laura Bellata, dating expert and matchmaker at Single in the City, and you're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show on AM 640. Every week, we talk to guests. Uh, guest experts as well and get their take on love, single life, relationships, and navigating the world of dating. Well, nowadays, keeping your motivation up can be difficult when it feels like you're encountering one uh, one bad date after another or you aren't getting any dates at all. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> I know there are a lot of people out there that can relate. So today, uh, we'll get some advice on how to stay happy and motivated while looking for love with our guest, Carmelia Ray. Hey! Thank you. A 25-year dating expert and celebrity matchmaker and the star of Mom vs. Matchmaker, a competitive dating show on Mixed TV. And my co-host, of course, today is Sandra Carusi, host mm-hmm. of Inside Jokes on Talk Radio and AM 640. And uh, Dean Young from Tinder Tales is also here. Hello. I need I the know. advice. Dean. Yeah. yeah so I want to welcome everybody to the show. Mm-hmm. So Carmelia and I have known each other for a while. We're actually friends. We're in the industry together. And we actually work together, together to help people find love as opposed to against each other. Now, Carmelia has been in the dating industry for 25 years. Like, that's Shh. a long time. I've only been in the industry for 15 years, okay? So, and 25 years ago, online dating wasn't around. So Carmelia, what were you doing 25 years ago? And how has it changed? Oh, man. Well, well, 25 years ago, isn't it sad? Like, it was 1992. I worked in a call center for a company called Together Dating, no longer in business, but that yeah. was the company back then. Uh, worked in Mississauga. And really, we sent out advertising by snail mail. Like, they would send out advertising by mail, which is being reduced now with mm-hmm. print. And it was an old-fashioned matchmaking company. So people would respond to the questionnaire. We would call them. We would talk to them about matchmaking. And there was no competition because there wasn't online dating back then. Match.com had launched its beta very shortly after. And I think its full Match.com version came out in 1995. And back then it was still like with a big computer box and your phone was the size of like, I don't know, a water bottle. (laughs) It was crazy. (laughs) And so how has dating changed today? Like what are some of the big differences that you're that you're seeing? The biggest difference from dating back then and now is technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, mobile apps, mobile dating. In fact, it's proven online dating has taken over, but it's more mainstream. So it's more acceptable too. And the other big difference is communication. People are very confused about communication, saying hi, everyone glued to their phone. So there's a lot of options, which is great. But for people in the baby boomer age or perhaps generation x it can be really daunting because they haven't caught up with the technology piece yet can i ask a question already of course why do you of always course. ask me if you can ask a question okay because in europe i heard that their online dating they actually do videos which i think is fantastic does europe even mm-hmm. need online dating i mean in europe if a guy wants you he's coming after you yes it's a beauty <laughs> right <laughs> look dean's already in the fetal position at the thought of that yeah well i'm scared i'd go scared? to europe but, Carmelia, have you heard of that? Is that going on here, both of you, uh, Laura? No? Well, there was a matchmaking company called Great Expectations that started with video dating. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah. they and, and you remember those old shows where they had video dating? 
Carmel, remember weren't you just promoting another company recently with video dating? I personally yes. don't think video dating works. No, why? No, otherwise I would have done that with Single in the City years ago because a lot of people just don't like making videos. They don't feel comfortable oh, with it. Okay. Well, we have Instagram now. I mean, Instagram, Facebook, all these other yes, okay. uh, technologies. But I think video dating is going to be the next wave for authentication mm-hmm. because people are getting tired of meeting somebody and they're not who they say they are when you look at their phone. <laughs> so. And Dean's nodding his head. Tinder Tales, hello. Yes. I don't even know anything about that. What is Tinder Tales? Oh, Tinder Tales. So it's what it is is we get storytellers and sometimes stand-up comedians and just regular whatever average people who just share on stage their stories about awkward meetups and horrible dates, dates and, and weird hookups and stuff. Because it's relatable, right? Because everybody who's single in the city, who's out there going on these dates, you <laughs> .ca, you do find people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah there you Buy go. Buy the book on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. You you do find people who are yeah putting out a false version of themselves online, or or mm-hmm. you 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 have horrible dating experiences all the time out there. Right? Okay, so mm-hmm. we have all these amazing apps, online dating, all these great ways to meet people, but Carmelia. I mean, why do you think meeting someone has become so difficult? Like, I mean, I have my reasons of why I think so, but why do you think so? Well, again, in comparison, 1992, what were your options? You didn't have so many options. When you look at a menu and there's three things on the menu, you got to choose between three things. Today's dating menu is saturated and there's multiple online dating sites. There's multiple matchmakers. There's multiple dating coaches. And if you go to Google, there's like a million search results for that one keyword, Mm -hmm. how to find love or dating. And everybody always thinks that the grass is greener on the other Mm -hmm. side. Mm-hmm. They always think that. Sometimes it's true, but yeah, they're they're never satisfied. So we also live in a very instant gratification That's type right. world. How about people being really jaded when they get out of relationships and they don't do the work on themselves? Hence the Tinder tales uh, yeah. <laughs> that's going on. So that's definitely problematic. And I think we're talking about that today. Yes, we are. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to Talk Radio AM 640. Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes is here with uh, Dean Young from Tinder Tales. Along with online dating expert Carmelia Ray, we are discussing how to stay happy and motivated while looking for love. So, you know, confidence is something that I talk about a lot. I think it's really important uh, to be confident when you're out there, not just in dating, but in life in general, um, in order to attract what you want in life. So uh, what are some ways you can stay happy and confident? Uh, do you have any tips or tricks you've learned as a matchmaker over the years, Carmi? Oh, can I call you Carmi? Yeah, there? you can call me. Can I call you, you Carmi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's other things you can call me too, but we'll leave nice that shoes. for another show. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right. So so there's so many things, Laura, that you can do to stay happy and motivated. And I think the biggest thing that people hear all the time is if you can't love yourself or appreciate yourself, it's going to be really hard and challenging to love someone else. If you're always uh, down and your conscious thoughts are all about what you're not living up to or measuring up to this person or that person, that's really challenging. So I guess step one um, is to really take the time to acknowledge the things that you're proud of yourself. 
You know, a lot of people, when I do an interview with them and with matchmaking, I say, tell me about yourself. It's so hard. They can't self-describe. They've never actually had the time to write down the things they're looking for. They struggle with acknowledgement. Like people in general struggle with saying, I'm awesome. I'm a great person. I have uh, amazing people skills and, and wonderful friends and I love my job. I think people are far more focused on what they what they're lacking than what they already mm-hmm. have. So it's that attitude of gratitude that will start with the positivity. And, it, and everybody's good at something. Absolutely. So find what you're good at. Even if you're a great listener, you may not mm-hmm. be a great talker, but you're a great listener and you make wonderful eye contact and you're the person that's supportive. I mean, there's the front leader role and then there's people that play support roles and they're both uh, important. Uh, what if, uh, let's say, you uh, have too much confidence and people find you intimidating? I'm just randomly talking about other people right now. <laughs> randomly. Yeah, randomly. No, but like that could be an issue and I'm not saying a narcissist but I'm saying y- people could be overbearing if strong women in particular have a lot of friends who have this issue and uh, how do you, would you curb it? I mean... You know, I, I know... I, I feel like I think I know where you're coming from because mm-hmm. we work with a lot of strong women that even make that claim, I am too much for people or I'm intimidating. And when you start even thinking about that yourself, you've got to really change your belief system. I'm powerful. I'm empowering. I mean, those are words that you can talk about. Now, you have to be conscious of other people's body language. How are they in the room? Do you do you really dominate? And if you're being that way, do you like how people are reacting to you? You can make a statement and say, I am dominating, but does that work? You know, if people have to be willing to change to their environment mm-hmm. if they want to be accepted and if they want to be, fit in. Now, if you just don't give a crap and you're owning who you are, then just be happy with that. The right person's mm-hmm. going to like it and the the other people aren't going to like it. They're not There's your somebody out there for everybody. Absolutely. Okay, Carm, how important is it to be comfortable with being single um, and enjoy the pros of being single before you enter back into the dating world? Uh, but, you know, particularly particularly after a serious relationship or a difficult breakup. You know, there there's really a fine line between being happy being single and wanting a relationship. I think there are a lot of men and women that I talk to that live in the comfort zone of I'm happy being single because they become vulnerable when they say mm-hmm. to somebody, I want a relationship. Mm-hmm. So how many people come to me and say, I'm happy being single, but why are we talking then? You right. know, I, why are you here in front of me? Because they really want partnership. So I think it's important to like yourself and be okay with yourself and claim that single's great, but I see the benefits and merit of partnership. Right. So own the single part, but see, um, but don't get stuck in that because Mm -hmm. then 20 years later, you're like, I wasted my time. I'm dealing with single women right now in their late 30s, early 40s that never that never had children that thought, man, I should have done that or thought about it. But maybe the right person didn't come along. It's pot. That could definitely be true. And those are the times where you're saying, did they make the effort? Were they just being stuck and being happy, hiding behind the I'm happy being single, to I really don't want to do anything about it or I don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, one of the ways to stay happy and motivated while looking for love is to recognize the red flags. Okay, so what are some of the red flags that people should be aware of in themselves or, you know, a potential love interest that might signal 
that you aren't ready to date? Well, I mean, the self-talk is really important. What are the things that you're saying to yourself that are clues that you're not ready? For example, are you comparing everything to a negative experience? So if I'm out with Dean and we're on a date and all I see is my ex, you know, or comparing yeah. Dean to my ex, that's a, su- that's a clue that I'm not ready mm-hmm. because every other man is my ex in a different face and name and body, but I'm just making constant comparisons to them. The other red flag is if you're with somebody and you're dating and you find yourself accepting people that you normally wouldn't uh, accept just for companionship. So you got to be clear on your principles, your values, the things that are must-haves and stop compromising on those types of things. So those are some ideas of red flags. When things aren't serving you, when you're not feeling great, we're intuitive. All of us are highly intuitive. So if you're on a date and you're ignoring that intuition... That's something that Mm -hmm. you need to be mindful of. You know who said it best, Laura? Last week we had the Real Housewives of Toronto and Jana who says, you know what? I'm good with being single right now Mm -hmm. and I'm looking for Mr. Right now. In other words, she accepted that she's not ready and that she's in a a certain spot in the healing phase, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, And I don't think a lot of people do that. You know, I think they want to jump right in because yeah, of the you kind of leapfrog into the next thing mm-hmm. because you're like, well, I, w- I was in a relationship. Now I have to just find that again. And yeah. I quick grab no, somebody it's important to do the work on yourself. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to bring that baggage to that next relationship. You guys must and see it's that not a lot. Fair. Mm-hmm. We, well, I don't see it that often. Carm, do you see it a lot? Uh, which 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 like particular people, example? People that are just jump from one relationship to the next. I see that a lot. Yeah. I see well, people I, in relationships that they shouldn't be in and questioning, why am I in this relationship? So that happens a lot. Yeah. In my world, it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And also, I like I had a guy uh, the other day who called me for my matchmaking services, and he said, you know, like I, I'm 40 years old, and I'm calling you because. Uh, my mom is giving me a hard time because my brother's younger than me and he's married with two kids and she's she's putting the pressure on. So if, if someone, if you're dating or wanting to get into a relationship because one of your family members or your family members are putting the pressure on, then that also is another red flag. And um, you need to listen to your own self, right? Yeah, I think if people are influencing your choices and you, and it's no longer your voice, but the voice of so many other people, yeah. that definitely is a red so flag. Get into a relationship only when you're ready and not because of anyone else. More with our guests after the break. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata. From singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. Right now, we are discussing how to stay happy and motivated while looking for love with Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, Dean Young from Tinder Tales, and Carmelia Ray, a 25-year dating expert. So, in order to be lucky in love... You need to get yourself out there, okay? You're not going to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright sitting around playing Scrabble or, you know, watching <laughs> reruns uh, and watching TV every weekend and stuff. So what are some other ways, Carm, that um, you can create your own luck in love? 
Wow. Well, number one is being proactive. I think you're absolutely correct. I was going to say, unless you want to find a man by immaculate date conception, that's not going to (laughs) happen. Not going to happen. Well, some people still think that, and I've talked to people, they still think that it's going to happen when it happens. And they don't really have to do much about it. Like, it's just going to well, be well, luck for them. Anytime that happens, I'm like, did your job happen by accident? Did oh, the things in one. your life happen by accident? I don't know. My employer just called me and magically found my resume in my Good top dress store. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's not going to happen. So being proactive is really important. And by that, you have to start by being clear about what your dating and relationship goals are. So to your point, I have met with Jana, um, and I know her. Mm-hmm. I did one of her yoga classes, by the way. Oh, cool. Um, so she she knows that where she at where she's at and the stage of her dating life is, I want to date, but I'm not ready for a serious relationship. So therefore, she's going to attract that, and she's cool with that. Whereas someone else is saying, you know what? I've waited too long. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I'm ready to take the next step. And for those of you who don't know what you're looking for, you've got these dating professionals, Laura, myself, uh, countless other people that can help you to create your great profile, to identify your needs and wants. Like, and that's a big one, Carm. Huge. Like, so many people need help with that, but they don't reach out. And no. they can. And it's not even that expensive. Uh, no, not even. But like on the show, Mom versus Matchmaker, I'm talking to the kids. And I have to go up against these mothers who think they know best. Which, you know, some moms do know best. But a lot of times when I'm talking <laughs> to the kids and I say, what are you looking for? It's like they've never talked to their mother about this. They've never mm-hmm. talked yeah. to their best friend about this. And they, they're they like, I can actually tell you what I want and you can find it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you can do that, right? This is so, this is one of the things Laura taught me, like, when she, like, and I'm like a helpless, uh, hopeless person. <laughs> but one thing I, I think is the biggest message on this whole dating scene, but you guys both reiterate, and folks, you got to listen. These people are professionals in the business, singleinthecity.ca and mom. CarmeliaRay.com, mom versus match. That's better. What did I say? Be clear of what you want. Yes. And I think it's really important to, if the same thing, if if you're doing the same thing, same routine over and over again, and it's not working, try something different. I have friends that go to the same bar every weekend. Okay. Not nightclub bar. I have a stat for that. uh, I have a stat for that. Okay. and, And like. They always complain, I'm not meeting any new guys. And a lot of guys go to this bar. And I'm like, well, try something different. Go to a new city. Go to a new town. Go to a different bar in that town or city. But they won't budge. And it's like, well, if you keep doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to meet anybody. Another thing is... um, join or like meetup groups and, 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 and try to meet new people and um, hang out in new social circles because that's also a great way someone might be, have the perfect match for you. Okay, I hate meeting new people. How about people who don't like meeting new people? I actually like it, but some people don't like it. Well, let me throw in that bar thing, okay? Because yeah, uh, Match.com publishes multiple stats, and one of the stats is only 9% of women and 2% of men say they found a relationship at a bar or club. <sighs> so it is no longer... That's the difference, too. 20 years ago, but bars, I think clubs, friends were on the, a place, Wait, right? I think it depends on the type of bar. This no. is more like a meetup, like bar, well, like almost like a, a cheers type place. Well, I you think that's facilitate a great place to meet people. when you facilitate an event at a bar. Different story. When you're going there because you know everybody in the crowd is single, very different story. I, right? I think we're, but I'm. 
we're talking about two different types of bars. We're not talking about a nightclub bar. We're talking about a hangout bar where, like, you know, people well, over a lounge 30, might a, a lounge more of a loungy type bar. But yeah. as you know, just having single people together does not create compatibility, nor does it create chemistry. You are matching people according to common interests, values, goals, which is why online dating for some people works because there's a filter for and that. for others it doesn't, and we're going to talk sure. about that. Also, another thing is taking chances um, or taking a gamble and giving people chances. How do you mean? As I've, in, oh, giving the people that may be outside of your criteria a Yeah. Li- yeah. Like yes. dating someone you wouldn't normally date. Dating- Laura always talks about her boyfriend she would have never met or gone <laughs> out <laughs> yeah. with. I would, yeah. I, I'm. It's dating outside of your comfort zone and giving people chances. And because how often do you hear that, Carm? Someone goes on the first date. And then they're like, oh, forget it. No. Uh, number now, one, you should always go on a second date. If date, wow. telling somebody, uh, you don't you don't know, first dates are just a trial run. And a lot of times the second date is so much more telling about the person. But to your point about uh, creating your own luck, absolutely. If you have this rigid list and you're not flexible, you're, it's not going to work for you. So being proactive is one of them and getting creative and stepping outside of your comfort zone. And we're sure. going to talk about more about that after the break you're listening to the dating and relationship show on talk radio am 640 you're listening to the dating and relationship show with laura bellata from singleinthecity.ca on talk radio am 640 Get expert advice and all the answers you need. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. Joining me today is Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, Dean Young from Tinder Tales, and Carmelia Ray, online dating expert and celebrity matchmaker. So let's talk about managing your dating expectations. So when we start looking for a long-term partner or enter into a romantic relationship, many of us uh, do so with a predetermined set of mm, often unrealistic expectations, wouldn't you say so, Carm? Such as how the person should look and behave, how the relationship should progress, and uh, the roles each partner should fulfill. So what are the risks of maintaining these high expectations? And, and what advice can you offer people who have such high expectations? Wow, some people aren't going to like this at all. <laughs> if you've got expectations, drop them, remove them. I'll talk to you what I mean about that. Disappointment is really when an expectation hasn't been met. And the one thing is like when you talk about the expectation – is being clear, number one, of what you're looking for. And a lot of people struggle with that. So it, things to re, re, really consider it about is how long uh, do you have or what's your time frame? Because when you set a goal, when people know about these SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive, if you're going to set a SMART goal for dating, then you got to ask yourself, what's your time frame and what time frame are you giving to finding that person? Now, people say, I wanted to meet them yesterday, and they're expecting that this one date from this one guy that they were introduced to, and they're putting all their hopes and energy into this one person. That is unrealistic. Mm -hmm. That's going to set yourself up for disappointment. But so many people do that. Sure. As matchmakers, that's what they think. Hey, I paid you a fee. 
you know, muster me up this man or this perfect woman when when really the in reality, what we can do as matchmakers is provide a viable way for you to meet someone who meets your criteria. But the chemistry is something we can't predetermine. Right. I can't make yes. you like him or make right. him like you. And you have to be open too, I guess. Right. Like like how important is it to know exactly the type that you're looking for? Because mm. I, I think about that all the time. I really don't. When I sit down and think about it, I don't know who I'm looking for, really. And how does that work for you in your life? <laughs> well, I think like. <laughs> well, you should yeah. have a bit of an idea of what you're I looking do, for, but I mean, what you, you're interested in. Yeah. Because I, no. I think you have to be open though, okay. too. Right. So I mean, here I get to my car and I'm going to Chorus Radio. And if I don't plug the address, where am I going? Yeah. Okay. So wow. if you do not have an idea of the kind of person you're looking for and you haven't worked on it, you're going to aimlessly walk around and any woman could be your match. Yeah. You've got to really do the work to be specific on that. Laura, you get on him and get him on <laughs> He's actually never asked me to match him up. I know uh, she has. Yeah. Okay. Like but I don't feel that. She, <laughs> I do. uh, but I don't feel that she's ready and we should maybe ask Carmelia. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, I Carmelia doesn't know you. Well I, enough. Yeah, I don't she know, doesn't know you know well what's enough. Going on but with you know, you. In, in in one sense, there's a parody. In one sense, we make fun of of ourselves, saying, <laughs> "I don't know what I want." But guess what? Words become thoughts. Mm-hmm. Thoughts become reality. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the reality yeah. is, you walk around saying, "I don't know what I want." It's like I don't know what I want to eat. Well, then you'll be hungry all day, yeah. right? <laughs> Do you know? Can I tell you? My cousin um, is like bat- knuckle dragger in Hamilton. He a puts on Facebook. I'll What's tell you why. Dragger? I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> oh, he put, shoot! I, he goes on Facebook this a few months and he goes, "I want a woman who takes instruction, who cooks, who cleans, and knows her place." Right? Yeah. Damn. So he gets these horrible responses, including me going, "It's well, not yeah. 1942." Go like, on a Russian bride site. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he meet his old high school sweetheart? And she was just. Like no, that. not high school sweetheart. <laughs> Sorry, someone who from his hood who had a crush on him. He didn't know, and she is now they're dating, and she is bang on. Like she cooks oh. for everything. She's, okay, but that's extreme luck. No, but you no, know but what? He put it out to there. your point. That's what I'm trying that's to say. That's what he said. <laughs> Good or bad? To if your you point. Defi- that's he what he said, it and he got it. And and you know what? He got freaking. F- oh, he got yeah. flack for it, and yes. he didn't care. He's like, hey man, that's that's my lady. You guys can deal with they're your perfect. Equipment. They're well, perfect. The, awesome. the the universe is an amazing. Yeah. Place. Yeah. Yes, it is. So put so it cool. out there, folks. Um, there's something called discernment, though, and I heard that's important. So if you date, you know what you don't want, what helps you determine what you do want. So for pragmatic people, you were saying, you know, earlier, Carm, that you said, like, you know, you should know what you don't close the door and type of thing. Sure. But if you're a pragmatic person, I'm going, look, I know this doesn't work. Right. You're saying what to that? When you say this doesn't work, are you saying this type of person this type doesn't of person, work? Yes. Okay. Well, First of all, how do you know that, number one? How do you know this type of person doesn't work? Because sometimes you don't work. Like in reality, we don't work with certain types of people mm-hmm. or we just choose not to work with any people. But you like, only know by experience. You only, sure. You'll only know that by experience. But that. let's say that you've identified that this type of person doesn't work. Like a narcissistic, yeah. cheating um, well, Does anybody you know, work guy. with that? Some people, I get codependent. Well, I, we I can know. use me as an example. Okay. So, you know, I had a specific type of guy that I always like to date. So, you know, the big gym buff guy, really tall, handsome, six years younger. And, uh, but <laughs> What's wrong I, with that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I used to date these guys and yeah. I felt that they weren't for me. For some reason, I felt that they were insecure. There you go. And it just, yeah. like, I'm a strong woman and they and they were always trying to empower me, uh, power over Disempower me. Disempower you. Disempower yeah. me yeah. and and um, 
it just didn't work. So then I met Dean mm-hmm. and I was like, I, okay, Dean not is Dean not, Young in the no, studio. Yeah. Dean, my boyfriend, Dean, and Dean wasn't my typical type. Yes. He's and he's cute, an amazing he, guy. He's an yeah. amazing guy amazing and guy. he's a cutie pie, but yes. he wasn't my type and he was actually six years older than me. And I had a really hard time with that. I was just like, okay, this guy was married before. I don't know. He has two older kids. I can't see myself working with this guy. Well, we have an amazing relationship. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I dated outside my comfort zone and it actually worked. What allowed so you I to get over that comfort zone though what uh, was this is what we need to know what got well you the thing it? is laura learned from her mistake what she identified okay. Okay. is that although i like these types they don't work for me okay i could like these types all day but none of them stay so you opened, the, opened up he, your right? horizons on of that course and, and he wasn't uh physically my type i mean not to say he was out of shape but he wasn't like <laughs> that big jim buffy dude he, yeah. he plays hockey which is great i mm-hmm. mean the guy has to be in shape somewhat but yeah so i recognized that that type of guy didn't work for me so i tried you something found a different flavor yes mm-hmm. try something different <laughs> you're getting advice from the experts right here on the dating and relationship show on talk radio am 640 we'll be right back Now, back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Vellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. This is Laura Vellata, and you're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. In studio today, we have Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, Dean Young from Tinder Tales, and Carmelia Ray, celebrity matchmaker and online dating expert. Okay, we're going to talk about online dating, Carm, your specialty. Yay! Yay, love it. Okay, so online dating can be extremely frustrated. uh, Frustrating, sorry. I I talk to people all the time in my practice. I see it. I hear it. Um, How can people overcome online dating frustration? Wow. Well, you know, I think that on uh, how someone overcomes online dating frustration is how someone overcomes any kind of frustration. Okay, so on step back, step back. What do you mean? Step back? Oh, no, I'm, not you. I'm physically <laughs> stepping back. Like, you have to see this, guys. I'm like, okay. I take very good instruction. <laughs> um, what, well, yeah, they take a step back. When you're frustrated with anything, you definitely want to self-assess. You want to see what is it that's frustrating you. The biggest frustration for online dating is not knowing the uh, environment. So the environment of online dating is quite... Um, quite challenging in that there's lots and lots of people and so there is a lot of work to do in filtering and screening out so we go back to expectations if you have this expectation that you put up a profile and all the guys that that you want to meet are going to respond to you and only those guys you're going to be very disappointed and for a man if you go online dating and you think all the hotties are online and Mm -hmm. there's 10 out of 10s everywhere you're going to be very disappointed, okay? So part of that is managing expectation and also taking a break. The other thing about online dating is that people think that they need to be on their phone all the time, checking their messages all the time. So it can, there can be, it can feel like an overwhelm. I so, heard, there's a recent study that said that... Uh, it can uh, cause stress. Yeah, they're, like, on, people they're are stressed on their out. phone 77 minutes a day. On their on their dating app, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Um, oh, I d- oh. I'd app. heard um, at a matchmaking conference or an internet dating conference that I attend to and host every year, one of the CEOs of Meet Me said that the average millennial has four point three uh, dating mobile apps on their phone. 
So they're checking it all the time beyond messages. There's, and then they're getting notifications. Someone from Facebook is here, someone from POF, someone from here. So it can get very, very frustrating when you look very overwhelming. So how you can do that is being again, very clear, writing a profile that attracts the right person Telling the pool of people, this is who I want. And Carm, what do what do people what should people do if they don't know how to write a profile? Oh, they should contact you or I. Hello, <laughs> that's <laughs> what they should Signal do. SignalTheCity.ca <laughs> yeah, exactly. and Carm, how to get a hold of you? Carmeliaray.com. Um, so yeah, they should do that. I mean, we, Laura, there's got to be like fifty of us because. I'm online every single day for my clients and we can't help enough people. There are really? people. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I couldn't help all the people that I want to help if I wanted well, to. Well, because people are frustrated, but they like, have no clue. Like if Dean was online right now, what do you think his profile would look like? <laughs> hey, I don't know what I'm looking for. Um, but if I'll you tell like you me, later, I'll tell you later, I'll tell you later. And yeah. actually you're supposed to skip, skip away from those types of uh, profiles. Yeah. Those sites that do that. Oh, I oh can't the people that do that. No, the people that do that, people that don't write anything in their profile. Oh, yeah. Ask me, ask oh, yeah. me. Here's, yeah. here's a common one. Ask me. A lot of guys are like, ask me anything. I'm better on the phone. It's like, well, what make, what would motivate me to ask you in right. the first place? And That's you know right. what? I always, I always actually shied away from online dating only because I always felt, well, it's not, it's not romantic enough because it's like a service that you're using. Like I just thought, well, I want to have a story Do of you know how what? I met someone. Back in the old right? days, oh, our yeah. parents and grandparents met when somebody sent a picture to another person, wrote a letter, which was the original online dating mm-hmm. back in the 1920s. Well, it's match- and- that's actually matchmaking. Yes. You know, yeah. online yeah. dating created, online dating is trying to be matchmaking. Nothing will ever replace a referral. Okay, nothing will ever replace a qualified referral where I know Sandra and I know Dean. And if I think they're a great match, I'm referring them together. Okay, so according to eHarmony, 53% of people actually lie on their online dating profile. (laughs) So (laughs) I asked a question on my Facebook page this week. And uh, what is the worst thing uh, about meeting people from the Internet? The responses I got were... Uh, A, thinking that everyone is just as honest as you. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. B, authenticity, meeting someone who is real to himself. What you see is what you get. And C, STDs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a site for that too. STDdating.com, I think. Oh my God. They need to find someone too. There is a site for everybody. So how can singles avoid falsely advertising themselves uh, or being sucked in by a profile that turns out to be inaccurate? Well, you, there's there's got to be a great, you've got to have a process for that. And this is what I teach. And I'm sure Laura gives people um, instruction on how to be more efficient at online dating, how to be more efficient as a matchmaker. So there's certain set questions that you want to ask. There's certainly tools within the app, within the dating site that allows you to communicate and authenticate, like getting on the phone call, phone sooner. I mean, online dating uh, is not well, meant. Yeah, but some you people gotta won't get people. on the phone, yes. Carm. Some then those people, are the people that the, you don't talk to. The millennials, the they're on. not going to get on the how phone. About, how about meeting the person right away? Like, I don't have that kind yeah. of time to yes, meet the person. Yes, I think so. I think you're both saying you have yes. to? I, I well, think it depends like, on what you're committed to. If you've if if your time is valuable, you've got to have a set structure and process for determining who gets my FaceTime. Okay. okay, but meeting absolutely someone is important. That's why video dating is coming back. Yes. This yeah. is why now not I people won't do it, but I don't think a lot of people know, are gonna do it. They're not everybody's like you or I or Sandra and, or Dean that's comfortable being, you know, on TV. And, and it's really important, I think, too, to read profiles. Don't just look mm-hmm. at a picture. 
That's a great advice. Men, women, please read the profile. And it's always great in your first message to make a comment that's specific to the profile so that they know they, they know you've read it. That's yeah, important. Because and, there's something genuine about that. Yes, Dean. And do you think do you think that's part of what social media has bred to, not just with dating apps? Because everybody, you know, everybody on Facebook and Twitter and all and Snapchat, whatever, everybody only puts forward the best possible version of themselves. Mm. Everybody's career is on fire and not everybody's everybody. personal life is great. <laughs> not not a, well, not but me yeah. even. But uh, I, hmm. I feel like that's probably where a lot of this, you know, sort of false advertising in online dating is bred from, right? Because you mm-hmm. you, you just want to put out the best possible sales Well, pitch. nobody, you, you are trying to attract the person, so you're not going to lead with your worst case yeah. scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but there is ways to authenticate, and I think nothing beats the face-to-face meeting. So whatever you need to do to screen people out to determine who's worth your time and who's not is the way to go. And do it sooner awesome. than later. Yeah, and there's a lot of information about that in my book. Okay, we need to take a break. Called what? Singleinthecity.ca. <laughs> we need On to Amazon. take a break. More from our experts when we get back. You're listening to Talk Radio AM 640. This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from Singleinthecity.ca. On Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. We talked before about getting your finances in order for buyers. Well, today's tip is for sellers to get their finances in order before they list, including a conversation about bridge financing. What do you mean? In today's hot market, make sure that you're not walking away from a fabulous offer just because the closing date is a couple of days or weeks later than the closing date of the property you already purchased. It's not as costly as you think, and it'll give you some peace of mind with pre-approved bridge financing options. For anyone that I can help, call or email me with any questions. Call her now, HGP at bosleyrealestate.com, 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now, back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm Laura Bellata. Thanks for tuning in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. My co-host today is Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, and uh, we have Carmelia Ray, star of Mom vs. Matchmaker on Mixed TV, and Dean Young from Tinder Tales. So, Carmi, yes. I'm going to call you Carmi. I can because I've known you for a long time. I know. How can we make online dating a positive experience? Well, you know, anybody, it's it's 99% mental, guys and girls, anybody mm-hmm. who's listening. I, whatever, you can spin a negative online dating experience to ask yourself the question, what did I get from that? What can I learn from that situation? How do I improve on finding the right person you know if a date didn't work then you can self-assess and go back to it ask for feedback do you know that every single person that you go on a date with is a test run for the perfect person ask for feedback from who i ask for feedback from you know sometimes people ask for feedback from your date if you exchanged phone numbers if they'd say listen people are probably gonna ghost yeah yeah if they're not ghosted i've had people that have said you know, I appreciate that. Was there something about the experience mm-hmm. that you you wanted to share with me? And they might say, you know what? I felt you were X, Y, Z. Or mm-hmm. they could just say there was no chemistry. And you got to get people that 
chemistry is not something that you can control. Someone either into you or they're not into you. Mm -hmm. Don't make it about you being not good enough or Mm -hmm. don't make it about you being, uh, you know, too fat, too tall, too skinny, too smart, too dumb. Like those are all stories that you tell yourself because you're trying to justify or create a reason why it didn't work. Just accept it and move on. Awesome. I think that's the positive experience that you got to get. And how about giving people more, uh, giving more people chances? Absolutely. Open up your criteria and be and know what your core values are. The core values, the core principles, the rest of the things, like whether you have common interests, those are not real deal breakers. And it's okay to take a break from online dating. You should take a break from anything that's frustrating you and get help. Um, and seek help. Ask for advice. I yeah. I do that as an expert. That's why I'm here on your show. We we collaborate offline all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura's my dating coach. Yeah. <laughs> I actually no, am. But, yeah, <laughs> she is. She it's is. important to take a break because then your negativity comes across. And I remember one guy going, and if you're not going to be real, and if you're not going to tell me that, like, he was so Ugh. negative, why would I want to date someone so miserable? Well, you don't. You know? yeah. That's but, why you need to stay away from those people and you need to recognize the signs. Yes. And you can find... Uh, out more about that um, through again reading my book Single in the City <laughs> so thank you Sandra and Carmelia for joining me thank today you. and Dean Young of course thank you uh, you can catch Sandra's show Inside Jokes right here on Talk Radio AM 640 at 8pm this evening if you would like to get a hold of Carmelia Ray or to find out more about her show Mom vs. Matchmaker you can visit her website CarmeliaRay.com so we hope uh, that you've enjoyed today's show and that you've learned some helpful insights on how to stay happy and motivated in the dating world it's important to remember that dating should be fun and you can't find the right person without being the best version of yourself first i'm laura Bellotta. join us again next sunday on the dating and relationship show on talk radio am 640 ciao for now